Tell me who hath believed, hath believed our report, and to whom is it revealed, the mighty arm of the Lord. Hello, I'm Kathy Davidson, and I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church here in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. We're going to begin this morning with the My Girls leading us in worship. And as we worship God for these 10 minutes or so, I'd like you to get your mind off of everything in the world and let's get our mind on God and see what He has for us today. Amen? Yeah. 
Let's pray. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Father, let the power of my Lord be great and grant us repentance. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. If you will turn with me in your Bibles to Habakkuk 2, verse 4. I want us to take a look at this verse. We're going to look at two of them. Verse 4, Behold, my soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. I want you to look at the words, but the just shall live, shall live by his faith. Now, let's go to Romans 1.16. I'll give you a moment. Romans 1.16. This is Paul speaking. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And we know that the gospel is defined in the Bible in 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. That Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried. And that he was raised again the third day according to the scriptures. That is the actual definition of the gospel. And that gospel Paul is not afraid to trust in. Not ashamed to use it. He said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God, the ability of God, unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17, for therein, therein refers back to the gospel. For in the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written again, the just shall live by faith. Habakkuk says his faith, but the just shall live, live by faith. Now, have you ever had problems with faith? Have you ever had trouble believing? Are you having trouble believing God now using your faith? Did it ever occur to you Maybe the reason you're having trouble using your faith is you're not just. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Well, if you're not just, then what happens to your faith? Now, what do we do? We get just. Turn with me to Isaiah 53. We fix the problem. We get just. You know, I, the, one of the first things, I told Doyle this last night, one of the first things that got me when I got here was Doyle would say that every important word in this Bible is defined within this Bible. God defines his own word within his own word. You don't have to go someplace else to have God explain what his words mean. They are defined in the Bible. Do you know justification, to be justified, to justify, the definition is in the Bible? It's in here, and we're going to read it. Let's go to Isaiah 53. I'm going to begin in verse 9. This is talking about Jesus on the cross. 
And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. This is Jesus. This is dead Jesus. This is a dead Jesus. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Our Jesus died. He was dead. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. It pleased the Lord. It made him happy to smite him, is what another definition of bruise means, to smite. It made God happy to smite Jesus. He has put him to grief. He has made him sick. Who made him sick and who smote him? It pleased the Lord to do that. The Father smote Jesus, made him sick, and it made the Father happy to do so. Why? Because when thou shalt make his soul, his soul, an offering for sin, his soul, not just his flesh, but his soul, an offering for sin. You can be hurt in your soul and your flesh be totally fine. But your soul needs healed. Well, here, Jesus became, um, Jesus became sin. His soul became sin. It said, when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. That right there is the resurrection. He shall see the travail of his soul, the labor, his soul in hell, paying for our sins, our sins on him, and he shall be satisfied. What a glorious verse. The Father satisfied about our sin. It says he shall be satisfied. Now look at this next part. By his knowledge, by knowing what Jesus did, shall my righteous servant justify many. Justify many. What does justify mean? Keep reading. For he shall bear their iniquities. What does justify mean? Your iniquities, your sins are gone. Jesus bore them. Now take a minute to consider that. Jesus bore all your sin, all of it, in his soul on the cross. He died, he was buried, and he rose again. But your sin, everything you have done, considered doing, may do, but certainly have done, was on that body. On that body. All right? Amen. Jesus took it away from you. So you shouldn't have it anymore, should you? Jesus took your sin away from you, took it off of you, the Father did, and he put it on Jesus. So what you're feeling, what you see, is a lie. Because Jesus bore it. Jesus already paid for your sins. He not only paid for your sins, he had your sin. See, there's a big difference. The Father took your sin and put it on Jesus. It says that the Father made him sin, made him your sin. And Jesus, as it says here, it says he will justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. You 
are justified by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. You are justified. You have been justified. Let's go to Romans 3. I'm going to begin in verse 24. Actually, let's begin in verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You know, this used to be one of my very favorite verses. For all have sinned. All have sinned. You know, it comforted me. Because when God started dealing with my heart, I thought I was the only one on earth that had ever sinned. It sure felt like it. But it says here that all have sinned. Do you see the, re- the, the, re- the relationship? All have sinned. And now look at the next verse. But all have sinned. Even, um, ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Propitiation, appeasement, satisfier. What did Isaiah 53 say? He was satisfied. God was satisfied with the sacrifice of Jesus. Jesus was the appeaser. Jesus took your sin. You have been justified by his blood. Now think about this. Your feelings don't justify you. Jesus did. That blood did. The blood of Jesus is what justifies you, not your feelings. Your circumstances do not justify you. The blood of Jesus did. Your actions, the way you act right now, isn't what justifies you. The blood of Jesus did. You know, when I was starting to walk in this, when I was trying to believe God, I would set my heart and I'd say, okay, I got to get this money to pay this bill. I'm going to believe God. And I'd set my heart. I'm believing God for the money for this bill. And it'd go on real strong for about five minutes. And then something my children would do would irk me and I'd get upset. And there'd go the faith. Right out the window. And then I'd have to work to get all that settled. Everything that had to do with being irked at my children, I had to go through all that process of getting that all settled. Okay, now we're back to believing for this money. And I'd go along for, oh, maybe 10 minutes this time, and something else would go wrong. The car tire would go flat. Or, or I'd, I'd mess up, I'd forget something. And, and it, there would go, all my faith, right out the window again. And we'd have to start all over. Have you ever been there? You know Why? Because I wasn't just. I wasn't justified. There came a day. There came a day where it didn't matter what I did. And it didn't matter how bad I felt. And it didn't matter even what I saw going on in the mirror. I was justified by the blood of Jesus. Not by anything I did. Not by anything I see. Not by anything I felt. I was justified by what Jesus did on the cross 2,000 years ago. There's where my justification is. There's where yours is. In the blood of Jesus. In that blood is my justification. And you know what that justification does? It justifies you from all things. All things. 
You are justified from all things. I know you're coming up with some in your head right now. Well, what about this? Justified by the blood of Jesus. Well, what about this? Justified by the blood of Jesus. Well, what about if I'd like to do this? Doesn't matter. Justified by the blood of Jesus. Do you see how I'm doing this? Whatever is in your heart that pops up doesn't matter. You are justified by the blood of Jesus and you walk right on through it. And when you've got your heart on that blood, what that blood did for you, just like it says in Romans 3, the truth of God will abound through that lie that you're feeling and you'll come out on the other side justified. Not only feeling justified, you'll see yourself justified. There are feelings that I've had that I don't ever have again. I don't have them. You know, you can accuse me of some things that I did way back then and I'll look at you and smile because they're not there. You can't make me feel guilty about them anymore because you know why? They're not there because I've been justified from them. I got one more verse, Romans 5, 1. This one was one of the hardest verses for me to believe in the Bible because I didn't feel it. Therefore, being justified by faith, notice, not by what you see, not by how you act, not by your circumstances, justified by faith, justified and trusting in that word above yourself. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. We have peace with God. Oh, I struggled with this verse because I didn't feel like there was peace between the Father and I. I would pray this verse out on the streets. I have been justified, and I would add, by the blood of Jesus, and there is peace between the Father and I, and I didn't feel it. But I kept praying it. There is peace between the Father and I because of the blood of Jesus. I have been justified. And you know, one day I saw it worked. Amen. It worked. Now, we are going to pray. And like I said in the beginning, we're going to pray for you. Have in your heart what you want from God. Paul is going to sing. Jesus paid it all while you come up. When I ask you to start, I want you to come up within three feet of the, of the platform. And then Doyle will pray after Paul's finished. But we will pray for you. Come up believing having what you want from God. Paul?
Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the musicians from Water of Life Church. She'd love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at Kathy, K-A-T-H-I-E, at KathyDavidsonWOL.com. That's W-O-L for Water of Life. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, P.O. Box 861327, Plano, Texas, 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kathydavidsonwl.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.